Welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. This week, we continue our series of podcast episodes around how to end the year strong and create momentum into the new year. A few weeks ago, we started this series when I share with you my overall approach to end the year strong and create momentum towards the new year. A couple of weeks ago, we went into the topic of burnout and how to navigate that and use this last weeks of the year to focus on overcoming and preventing burnout and creating momentum at the same time. Last week, we talked about time management to end the year strong. And today, we're going to dig into habits. I touched a little bit about this on the Countdown is On episode a few weeks ago, where I talked about some keystone habits that you can focus on to create momentum as we close the year and we approach the new year. And today I want to go a little bit deeper into this topic because if you have been following me for a while, you know that I am so key into habits. And today I'm going to give you some ideas of habits that you can start cultivating that will help you create that massive momentum that you're looking for. So let's dig in into today's podcast episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. So let's talk about habits. And what I want to do today is to look at habits from the standpoint of identifying what are those habits that can help you create massive momentum into the new year. And I'm going to be focusing on keystone habits. Um, I shared this in a few episodes ago, but keystone habits are habits that have a ripple effect in other areas of our lives. So you might start this habit with a particular purpose, but by developing this habit, it's creating this ripple effect across other areas of your life. And those are the best habits to focus on and start working on if you want to. Um, start focusing on just creating positive, healthy habits in your life. Now, I'm going to give you a lot of ideas. I probably have a list of over, I don't know, 15, 20 habits that I want to share with you. And I want to start by prefacing that you don't need to focus on all of these habits. Some of these habits you might already be doing. And that's amazing. Just continue doing those because these habits, again, have that ripple effect into many areas of your life. But if you don't, if you're not doing all of these, which most people don't do all of them, um, try to identify which ones you want to focus on that you believe will have the biggest impact for you. 
right? We all are in different stages of our life. We are all in different places and we need therefore different habits to create that massive momentum that we're looking for to start the year really, really strong. The reason why I'm talking about this right now is because it takes time to develop habits, right? Habits are not developed overnight. Habits take time. And the more you repeat a habit, the more you're solidifying that behavior as a habit. And therefore, if we want to establish habits for a strong start of 2022, we need to start like now working on this habit. So when we get to 2022, which is about 60 days away, then we are already in movement. And remember, I mentioned this many times, bodies in movement stay in movement, right? If you try to go from zero miles per hour to 100 miles per hour on January 1st of 2022, you're going to really find yourself struggling. But if you start working on creating these habits now, you're going to find yourself already going at 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 miles per hour. And then it's so much easier to get to 100 miles per hour, right? I use this analogy on that episode that I did about a month ago on, it was called The Countdown Is On. And what I mentioned then is that a lot of people, they get to this point of the year and they just give up on their goals. They give up on the things that they set themselves to do this year because it's easy to give up at this point of the year, right? Maybe you feel defeated because you haven't made enough progress or you haven't made any progress at all. Also, the holidays are coming. I'm recording this podcast episode on Halloween day, and it's amazing, you know, from Halloween to the end of the year, there's not that many effective days left, right? If you work on a corporate job, you have your days counted on days that you have at work from now until the end of the year, especially once we get to Thanksgiving, forget about it. It's like the year is over. And with the holidays, a lot of people try to relax their efforts, they try to relax their intensity and just enjoy the holidays, which we all should enjoy the holidays. Um, But that doesn't mean that you can use this last few weeks of the year to create that momentum that we've been talking about in this series of podcast episodes. So the analogy that I shared on the countdown is on episode was that if you give up right now. If you say, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna take a break, enjoy the rest of the year, enjoy the holidays. And come January 1st, I'm gonna go all in with my goals, all in with the things that I want to do, all in with my habits. And what you're doing when you take that decision is that basically you're parking your car in your driveway, right? And you leave it park for the remaining of the year. It's, it's there. It's, it's parked on your driveway from now until the end of the year. And then come January, you want to go in this race where you need to go from zero to 100 miles per hour, right? You need to go to 100 miles per hour. 
but your car is parked in your driveway. And it's so hard to get from zero to a hundred miles per hour because your car has been sitting there in your driveway for what, 60 days now. So instead, if you use the last weeks that are left in 2021 to build positive, healthy, productive habits, you're going to find yourself in January 1st that you're already at the highway driving at 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 miles per hour. And then it's so much easier to get to 100 miles per hour because bodies in motion stay in motion. You're already creating that momentum that is going to help you speed up as the year starts have all the energy, have all the momentum, it's going to feel easier when you start the year. But not only is it going to feel easier, but you're already going to be in movement. So it's going to be not only easy to get moving, but easy to stay in movement, right? And get and defeat all the statistics that are out there. I have shared this in previous episodes, but What happens is that a lot of people, as I said, they give up at this point of the year and then January 1st, they want to go all in and they set this new year intentions. And statistics say that about, first of all, about 80% of all new year resolutions are the same every single year because people end up giving up on them and never achieving them. And second is that by mid of February, like 70% of people have already abandoned their new year resolutions. And the reason for that, I believe, is that they did not have the momentum that they needed. They went from having their car parked at their driveway for three months or however long and pretending to get from zero to 100 miles per hour in five seconds. And we know that our cars are not equipped to do that, just like we are not equipped to do that. Okay, there might be some cars out there that can do that, but us mortals, the cars that we have don't do that. The same way that as human beings, it's so difficult for us to go from zero to 100 miles per hour when it comes to developing habits and pursuing goals and achieving our goals, right? So, um. Let's talk about keystone habits because keystone habits, I believe, are the key to create that momentum that we're looking for, to put us on the highway already driving at 50, 60, 70 miles per hour. So when the new year starts, we're ready to go full speed and stay consistent, right? We can go in autopilot for the remaining of the year through leveraging our habits to achieve our goals. So as I said before, I'm going to share with you about 15 different keystone habits to give you some ideas of what might be some habits that you might want to consider to start building in your life. So the first one, and these are not in any particular order. I just did uh, brainstorming. I wrote them down on a piece of paper. They're not in any kind of order. It doesn't mean that one is more important than 15. They're all equally valuable. It depends on you and what you think will be the most impactful for you. And again, my advice before I share these habits with you is 
don't try to implement all of these at once. I would say focus with one, maximum two at the same time. Because if you try to develop too many habits at the same time, it's going to be so hard that you're going to give up. So rather start with one and then move your way once you develop that as a habit that move and implement another one, maybe working two at the same time. So here are the keystone habits that I have for you today. Number one is reading and learning. Um, I think that investing time in your personal growth is such an important keystone habit. When you spend time reading or listening to podcasts or taking a course or doing something on a regular basis that is helping you grow as a person, as an individual, as a professional, um, that has a ripple effect in every area of your life. Not only are you are developing new skills, you're in, in expanding your knowledge, but it also creates a lot of inspiration and motivation and can really, really help you create momentum when you are in this state of learning. So the two things that I like to do in this space of learning is either reading or listening to podcasts. This is something that you can do every day and you don't have to spend a lot of time doing these things. Like you can read I don't know, put a goal, two, three pages of a book every day or read for 20 minutes a day or 10 minutes a day or listen to one podcast episode a day. Um, However that looks to you, maybe start small. Even if you just spend 10 minutes a day in learning um, and walk your way, you know, up to whatever your goal is. For me, I have this built in into my morning and evening routines. That's when I either read or listen to podcasts or take an online course. Um, And these have been really, really impactful for me. Number two is exercise. Um, I've talked about how important it is to move our bodies. Our our bodies are designed to be in movement. So incorporating an exercise routine is very important. You know, the number one New Year resolution every year is to lose weight and get fit. And it's really hard at the beginning to develop the habit of exercising. And I think if you can leverage the last weeks of the year to create that as a habit, you are going to be in such a better place when January starts. And when you start exercising, my personal advice, if you haven't exercised for a long time, is to just master the art of showing up. If you're going to go to a gym, you know how many people purchase a gym membership in January? How many people purchase um, equipment in January? you know, like treadmills and ellipticals and stationary bikes and all that stuff and tennis shoes and, um, you know, workout clothes and all the things. First of all, you don't need to have all the things. You don't even need a gym membership to start exercising. You can exercise in your home. Like there's a lot of YouTube videos that you can look at of um, exercises that you can do without any equipment. So, Don't use that as an excuse. Just start doing something. And even if you're planning to go to the gym, just start with mastering the art of showing up. 
Um, you know, I read this book that I always talk about and I always recommend, which is Atomic Habits. And in this book, James Clear shares a story of a person that that's what he did, right? He wanted to get in shape, lose weight, and he started by just showing up at the gym. So he would, you know, get dressed, drive to the gym, and then go back home. And he did that like for an entire week. I don't remember how long. And then he went after that, he went to the gym and then he stayed there for five minutes. And then he went to 10 minutes and then 15 minutes and then 20 minutes and then 30 minutes until he got to, you know, a stable exercise routine. But just the art, mastering the art of showing up is so important because how many times if you've gone to a gym before, how many times it was so hard to get there. You had all the excuses on the world to get to the gym. So, but once you got there and you started exercising, then it was, it became easier. And then you had no trouble continuing exercising. So just master the art of showing up. And again, you don't have to go to a gym to start working out. I personally have been working out for almost three years on a regular basis every day, and I don't leave my house. I do everything in my house. I have a subscription, a membership to a Netflix of workouts, and I do that in my basement every day. Um, So don't focus on your excuses, focusing on mastering the art of showing up on this one. And even if it's just going for a walk, Start moving your body. Start getting into the habit of exercising and building exercise into your daily routines. The next one is journaling. Journaling is a powerful habit because it helps us with developing um, self-awareness, which for me is the most critical foundational skill that we all need to have. If you want to become a better version of yourself, if you want to grow your career, if you want to be a better person, a better partner, a better parent, um, a better friend, um, you need to have self-awareness. And journaling is one habit that will help you build that self-awareness. It will also help Um, developing mindfulness, which is so critical these days. It can help you lower stress. It can help you better understand how you react to different situations, again, in the space of self-awareness. And journaling can be very different for different people, right? Some people like to just get a blank piece of paper and write anything that comes to their minds. If you're just starting journaling, Um, what I always suggest is to start with some prompts. And actually, if you go to the Leading Yourself podcast website, which is um, leadingyourselfpodcast.com, there is a, a section for free resources. And I do have some journaling prompts there that you can download and start with. And building journaling into either your morning or your evening routine and start getting into the habit of journaling can be very powerful as you get into the new year. As part of journaling, one thing that I also like to do is to rate myself every day on different aspects of my my life, like my energy, my productivity, um, how did I show up, what did I learn? So um, 
either writing, rating yourself, anything that helps you build that self-awareness is, is a great keystone habit. Um, the next one is to use a daily planner um, to have or develop your planning system to be more efficient and effective with time management. Um, I think that if you are struggling with managing your time, if you're feeling overwhelmed all the time, find that the day doesn't have enough hours, that you're always like in firefighting mode and you're struggling to even stay afloat, um, developing the habit or using a daily planning system is, is going to be really, really critical. And you can do this in different ways, right? You can start with just weekly planning. That's what I would recommend. Um, focus more on your weekly planning rather than daily planning. But any form of planning, like that is a great habit to have because as you go into the new year, is going to help you stay more organized, stay more calm, less overwhelmed, feeling more productive, being able to focus on your priorities. So time management in general, whether it is weekly planning, daily planning, introducing the use of a planning tool, it's a great keystone habit. The next one is sleep. Um, and here you need to ask yourself, are you sleeping enough hours and are you getting a quality night's sleep? Sleep is really, really critical for our overall health physical, mental, and emotional. So developing routines that help you fall asleep easier or sleep better throughout the night, anything that you can do in this space is also going to be a great keystone habit that is going to have that ripple effect in so many areas in your life. The next one is nutrition. So again, I mentioned one of the most common New Year resolutions every year is I want to lose weight, I want to get fit, and people start a diet with the New Year. I personally don't believe in like crash fat diets, but I do believe in having a healthy lifestyle and a balanced nutrition. So focusing on creating habits around your nutrition that are going to help you adopt a healthier lifestyle is so worth investing on. And if you start now, then in January, when the new year start and you set your goals for the year, and if losing weight is one of them for you as for the 80% of the population or 90% of the population, then you're going to have already that foundation that is going to help you create that momentum and stay on track with your nutrition and your goals as the new year starts. And some things that you can focus on in this space of nutrition could be things like, you know, eating more vegetables, um, you know, eating less processed foods, um, drinking less soda. Um, those are little things, little changes that you can make. And with nutrition, my experience has been is that it's little changes at a time that is going to help you build that healthy lifestyle. The next one very related with this is hydration, is making sure that you're drinking enough water, having a routine throughout the day so you stay on track with your water intake. Um, human beings, we need to drink at least a minimum of 
half of our body weight in ounces of water. So if your weight, I'm going to make math easy on myself, if you weigh 100 pounds, that means you should be drinking 50 ounces of water per day. So do the math based on your weight, how much water you should be drinking. And that is the minimum that you should drink. So that should be your minimum water intake on a daily basis. And if you're not drinking that amount of water, that could be a great habit to start focusing on. How can you start drinking more water? Maybe you start tracking the water that you drink. Maybe you set reminders on your phone. Maybe you carry a water bottle with you throughout the day. So hydration is another great keystone habit. And I just touch on three of the big pillars of health, right? We talk about sleep, we talk about nutrition, we talk about hydration. And um, earlier I talked about exercise or movement. So we've covered like the foundational pillars of health within this keystone habits. And it's not by chance that we're talking about those foundational health uh, pillars because those are amazing keystone habits that are going to have, once again, that ripple effect in many areas of your life. Okay, another keystone habit that you might want to focus on this year is saving, right? If you find yourself that every year you set like financial goals for yourself, um, and finances are something that is important for you in your life, something that you typically focus on, like developing the habit of saving. It's a great keystone habit as well. And that can look very different for different people. I'm not going to go into details of this one because there's so many options, right? There's so many ways. But think about how can you start developing that habit? How can you start saving and creating saving as a habit in your life. The next one, yes, I'm going to say it, gratitude. I know I say it all the time, but gratitude is an amazing keystone habit. It has been life-changing for me. So adopting a gratitude practice into your daily routines can really create that ripple effect that I was talking about. Like you're going to feel more fulfilled through your day. You're going to feel happier. You're going to feel more joy. You're going to be constantly looking for blessings. And when you focus on gratitude, you attract more gratitude into your life. So definitely it's an easy one to implement, but it's so powerful. A lot of these things that I'm mentioning are simple things, but simple is not always easy. Um, and simple can be very, very powerful, right? So this is one that probably is simple and maybe easier than others um, and can have a powerful effect in your life and helping you create that momentum. The next one is waking up 30 to 60 minutes earlier and not for the sake of waking up earlier, but to invest that time in yourself to create um, a morning routine, which could be in itself another keystone habit, right? Have a, a morning routine 
but waking up earlier so you can invest that time in yourself. And maybe you invest your time with any of the other habits that we talked about. Maybe you wake up earlier so you can work out or you wake up earlier so you can read or you wake up earlier so you can plan your day or you wake up earlier so you can journal. So uh, waking up earlier. And if you start waking up 30 to 60 minutes earlier, that means that you also need to go to bed earlier because you should be respecting your hours of sleep and trying to get enough quality sleep every day. So this is not in competition with the other one that we talked about, sleep, right? It's just going to bed a little bit earlier and waking up a little bit earlier before anybody else wakes up at your house so you have that me time so you can focus on some of the other things that we've been talking about. Um, The next one is stop hitting the snooze button, right? Like I think this one goes hand by hand with waking up earlier, but there is so many research out there that hitting that snooze button on your alarm is so harmful for your health is the reason why you might feel tired uh, and feel a lack of energy throughout the day because we sleep in um in rhythms right and every section of sleep is about 90 to 120 minutes And if you interrupt one of them, right, when the alarm goes off and then you go back to sleep, you get into a new sequence, right? And unless you sleep for another 90 or 120 minutes, then you're interrupting that pattern and that creates you to be more tired throughout the day. So when the alarm goes off, get out of bed. And um, one trick for this one is have your phone far away from your bed, right? So you can just go back to bed. So that is another great keystone habit that is going to help you feel more energized throughout the day. And you're going to feel more productive, more focused, um, have better energy. And that certainly helps to build momentum throughout the day and over time. Okay, the next one is networking. Um, If you typically, for when you start the new year, you have goals around growing your career or growing your business, getting into the habit of networking and not only connecting with new people, but nourishing your current network is a great keystone habit that can help you with any goals related with your personal growth, your career goals, or your business goals. Um, The next one is to set intentions for every block of time. This is one that I'm currently working on and definitely have seen a big difference every time that I do this. And basically what I personally do is before every meeting, before every interaction, that I have during the day, I take like a minute break. It can be just sitting down and just thinking and setting intentions for my next block of time, especially if that next meeting I know is going to be stressful or it, I know there's going to be something that is going to trigger me 
in a negative way, setting intentions as to how I want to show up in that next interaction has made a big difference, especially when you're stressed, right? It's very important that we are very intentional on how we want to show up. And I consider this a keystone habit because it impacts your relationships with others. It impacts the effectiveness in those interactions with others, whether it's at work or with family. Even like when you finish work, whether you're coming back from the office or you're working from home, once you decide to call the day at work and just setting an intention to disconnect from work and connect with family, that can be so powerful. So you feel that you're more in balance, that you're really paying attention and having quality time with your family, for example. So another powerful keystone habit. And then um, two new that I'm working on, not one new, one not so new, but definitely something that I'm working on. I recently read the book, The High Five um, Habit from Mel Robbins. So one habit that I'm trying to implement daily in my life is to high five myself in the mirror before I leave the bathroom every day. And I can talk for hours about this, but I'm just going to say this, go grab a copy of the high five habit. You're not going to regret it. You can actually work on two keystone habits at the same time. You can work on the very first one that I mentioned on this podcast episode, which is reading, right? Or you can get the audiobook as well. Or like me, you can get both. So you're listening and reading at the same time. But it's a, a great book to add to your list and then start practicing what you learn in that book. I know it sounds cheesy and it sounds weird to high five yourself in the mirror, but you will be amazed with the science behind that. And Mel Robbins explains that in her newest book, The High Five Habit. And the other one is to make your bed every day. It sounds, again, very simple, but it's so powerful, right? Because one, you start your day like doing something, like crossing something off your list, feeling that you did something, um, and that empowers you to keep doing things and being this action mode. But also it's like, it makes your environment, you know, better and uh, having an organized space, an organized bathroom, um, you know, when you get to bed at night, you're gonna thank yourself that you did your bed in the morning. Um, There's actually a book around the science of making your bed in the morning and all the benefits that it has. And it's something that is so simple, you would think so silly, but it, it has that ripple effect in many things throughout your day just by making your bed in the morning. Um, so those are some of the keystone habits that I wanted to share with you today. Once again, This is just a list of ideas. Some of this you might already be doing. And if you are, awesome. Continue working on those habits so you can continue to create that momentum, those positive habits, that positive lifestyle that can help you live a more fulfilled life and and start the year really in a better place. 
And then maybe pick one or two from this list, or maybe you have your own list of keystone habits. Pick one or two that you want to start working on right now so you can leverage the last 60 days of this year to create those habits, to implement those in your life. So then you can put some of these things in autopilot and create that massive momentum going into the new year. Okay, as always, if you found this episode helpful, I'm going to ask you a favor. Share it with a friend. Send them the link or share this podcast episode in social media. If you do that, remember to tag me, uh, Leaning Yourself Podcast, so I can personally send you a thank you note. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week ahead, and I will see you again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.